Hello and welcome to The Messenger on the Circe Institute Podcast Network. I'm David Kern and coming up in a minute we're going to have this month's Messenger interview in which Cindy discusses uh, Ambleside Online for Groups with Leslie Lorio and Donna Jean Breckenridge, the, the people who are the, the inspiration and the, the planning and all that good stuff behind Ambleside Online for Groups. So, um, we're going to bring that interview, but uh, more on that in just a second. First, I need to say a quick word from our friends over at Morning Tide to Eventide, where they would like to show you their products over at their website, MorningTideToEventide.com. They make beautiful magnetic schedule boards and Christian year paper planners. Delaney and Jennifer Bascom know just about as well as anyone how difficult it can be to balance work home, church, and homeschool. And because of their busy lives as print shop owners, they have invented tools to help keep order and peace in the home through their magnetic, tactile schedule boards and planners. We could all use a little help getting and staying organized. And with a beautiful planner and schedule board, it's a pleasure to plan, schedule, and do the next thing using Morning Tide to Eventide products. And these planners even feature original watercolor artwork by Jennifer. So head over to their Facebook community to learn from others about keeping time with the Christian year and getting and staying organized. And they're also hosting a 60 Days of Devotions Challenge. It's not too late to join in that. So if you head over to the group, uh, you can find out how to join that. Just search in the Facebook groups and type in Morning Tide to Eventide. They also have a special coupon just for Mason Jar listeners. If you go to Morning Tide to Eventide, dot com slash the mason jar click the subscribe button then jennifer will send you an exclusive coupon just for listening today and subscribing so again let's go to morning tide to eventide.com slash the mason jar to sign up and get your coupon so we are really excited really really uh, honored to be partnering with morning tide to eventide uh, on the mason jar this summer thanks to jennifer and delaney for for uh, sponsoring and making this show possible so we hope you will check out their stuff and again, that is MorningTideToEventide.com. And if you want to use the coupon, just uh, do MorningTideToEventide.com slash The Mason Jar. Not Mason Jar, The Mason Jar. Okay, so Donna Jean Breckenridge and Leslie Lorio are members of the Ambleside Advisory Board. Um, they're, in fact, founders of Ambleside Online. They've been uh, involved with it for quite a long time. Uh, and they talk a little bit about that in the show. And, and of course, Cindy asks the, uh, the common opening question, how did you discover uh, Charlotte Mason? And they have lots of good insight in, in what Charlotte Mason has meant to them over the years. Uh, but included in this conversation are topics of um, the purpose of Ambleside groups. They talk about how it's great for cottage schools and large families. They talk about how uh, Ambleside Online for Groups is kind of part of part of trying to make adjustments to accommodate the new ways of homeschooling, the way the ways it's changed over the years, and and people are doing it a little bit differently now, and and how Charlotte Mason can play into that, and and how she has so many, how Charlotte Mason education has so many great options for all the different kinds of homeschooling and the different interests that people have, and the the different ways of pursuing that. And of course, they talk a little bit about the Ambleside Online distinctives and how that plays into the AO for groups. I think you're going to enjoy this conversation, especially if you are involved in Ambleside Online. If you're familiar with that, you're, a lot of this is going to be familiar, but also um, lots of great new stuff. Um, if you want to learn more about Ambleside Online for groups, you can go over to amblesideonline.org slash groups. That's amblesideonline.org slash groups. But I guess that's enough for me. We'll send you over to the interview that Cindy did with Leslie Lorio and Donna Jean Breckenridge. Enjoy, and we'll talk to you next time. We're here today with Leslie Lorio and Donna Jean Breckenridge, and I'm um, delighted to have these two um, Ambleside Advisory 
uh, a, a members and um, actually founders, uh, original founders of Ambleside Online. And today we are here to talk about uh, something very exciting that they've just rolled out on the Ambleside Online website, and that is Ambleside for Groups. Uh, this is, it for as coming from a mom of a large family uh, um, and, and, and knowing the tweaks I made along the way to make Ambleside work in my home, um, I'm just super excited about this new development and um, I, I want to hear all about the background, how they came about setting it up and and because of that we have the two two of the advisory here to make that clear to us. So hello Leslie, hi Donna Jean. Hello, hello and thank you for us. This is very exciting for us. Um, so, so how did this? Um, so, where did? Let's just start at the very beginning. Um, first of all, what is Ambleside for Groups? Uh, Leslie, do you want to tell me that? Sure. Um, it's a streamlined version of Ambleside Online, designed specifically for large groups of children, where you have to cut back because maybe you have. I don't know, classroom issues, um, dealing with the distractions of having a large number of children together, you really can't do as much as regular Ambleside Online. So this is just scaled back. And it's also designed where you can put kids in the same grades together. So grades one, two, and three can maybe be in one group together, grades four, five, six, and then grades seven, eight, nine. And then we'll be working on high school maybe this year. Wow. Okay. So that's exciting. Um, Donna Jean, do you have anything to add to that? One of the things Leslie did in this, and she's, uh, I sing her praises all the time. She's, uh, she adds so much to what we do and, and her ability to see things and, and uh, spread things out was evident in this where we work together, but she especially did the scheduling of taking something, um, let's say a subject like geography and spreading it out so that all three years within a form, within a three-grade um, spread, could be doing the same thing. So it's, it's streamlined, which a lot of families might do on their own, but it also, as she said, is a way where a couple of grades could do the same material together. And we do have it where you'll note on the website it may say for a child, let's say in sixth grade uh, or about that year, um, it may say you can add this to theirs so that you can have a little bit more difficult stuff for that child in addition or maybe something a little bit less for the younger. But the rotation continues so that children within a, a three-year or a three-grade spread can be doing some of the same material together, and that's part of the beauty of this as well. Yeah, I, and I think that was something that um, was definitely... Um, could be done with Ambleside Online if you really wanted to put a lot of work into it. But to have it all laid out like this and, and, and like you said, have it fall together neatly, it's one thing to just say, okay, do all this together. And it's another thing to say, and let's let this work together in a three-year period um, right. with other groups um, with, as your children move along. That's, that's quite a bit of logic going on. Yes, <laughs> that's why they picked Leslie, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> or, or why Leslie, Leslie was drawn to this project. Right. Uh, Leslie, why, why did you have any special, how did, how did it come, did, it, did this originate with you, this idea? I don't know if the idea originated with me, but I think I was the one that pushed it along. Um, I have a number of moms that I know personally in my local homeschool circle 
that are doing co-ops. They want to do Charlotte Mason, but there is no Charlotte Mason co-op. So if they're doing a co-op, they really would rather not be doing just because they want maybe the social factor or the accountability. So something was needed. Yeah. And Les- yeah, Leslie's think- the one with the ideas always. And she's the one that, you know, always, if Leslie says she has an idea, we listen. And I think uh, on the heels of that, um, Leslie lives in a community where she knows a lot of, of AO moms. I don't. It just has not been my experience. But I have a passion and, and other members of the advisory as well for that mom who's really wanting to do something more um, or something a little different or wanting to make it work. But she just maybe doesn't have the time or doesn't know how to put it together. And that's a deep concern of mine, of all of ours, to find ways to make this work. If someone wants this passionately, we have a a deep care to make it work for them and to try to make it. uh, We want this liberal education for all. And so we have a concern for that mom who's going, okay, I, I just don't know that I can accommodate all these different grades, all these different years. Uh, for my large spread of children, and maybe her situation is such that she really can invest as much time in, you know, spending her entire summer not leaving the kitchen table and trying to make the coming year work. We wanted to do some of that work for that mom. That's that's fantastic, and I, I do think that's a huge point that you're making because um, I, I, I see that with moms, too, all the time now. Uh, I have to laugh because my neighbor... Uh, uh, Rachel, hi Rachel. Uh, she she came over to our house and she was using sunlight curriculum with her family, and uh, so we I invited her over just to fellowship with some uh, Charlotte Mason moms, and then um, she the next day she said, oh I think I'm just going to do Ambleside next year, and um, she started digging in. She has several children, and so she started talking to me about tweaking. And I was able to send her over to Ambleside for groups, and um, that made me really happy uh, because we were talking about the spine uh, books. But I want to back up a little bit here because, uh, Donna Jean, you've you've mentioned several times that Leslie's kind of behind the scenes, and you're often behind the scenes also over at Ambleside Online. So I want you guys to – I want – Donna Jean, maybe you could tell me how you came to hear about Charlotte Mason Uh, And then maybe Leslie could tell me about how she came to hear about Charlotte Mason. Um, So go ahead, Donna Jean. I'd be glad to. I I consider being a part of the advisory truly one of the greatest gifts of my life. And I mean that. um, Now, I'll start crying already. That's not good. That's not a good sign. (laughs) Um, But this is truly a gift. And these women are a gift in my life. And I count the auxiliary members as well, as well as getting to know people like you, Cindy and Kim and and Kim Neve and others who have been part of uh, the Charlotte Mason community for a very long time. The only thing I have on the advisory members is that I'm the oldest. That's the only thing I can say. (laughs) I I hold claim to I'm the oldest. So um, it was in 1986. My oldest daughter was an infant. She was just a year, just a month old. And my brother gave me a copy of the book uh, for the children's sake. He had gotten it in the Bible College bookstore where he was, saw the cover, thought of me, and gave it to me. And when I read it, um, the book by Susan Schaefer Macaulay, it resonated with me in that she described what I saw as the best parts of my childhood. I grew up in a parsonage. My father's a pastor. My grandfather's a pastor. It's kind of the family business, uncles, everybody. And I had a wonderful childhood. My public school background was, you know, fine. But it was the things I was able to read and study and do at home. 
And even though my daughter was just a month old, I remember thinking, I wonder what it would be like to incorporate this into my child's education. I didn't have a grand scheme of homeschooling or anything like that at the time. And later when I began to homeschool, uh, I read the series. And, and of course, to date myself even further, of course, this would be when we learned of these things through catalogs and magazines, because that was before the internet, um, you know, in the days of, of dinosaurs and so on. But actually, it was... Um, the Charlotte Mason groups was where we sort of found one another. And I can remember even then not knowing what any of these women looked like or anything about them. You would just see a first name and, and that was it. Um, you know, Karen Glass was Karen in Krakow, you know, and I thought, well, I guess she's in Poland. I figured that much out. And but we didn't know a lot about each other. But I remember saving things that they'd written and just really celebrating what I was learning we came to Ambleside Online after learning about Charlotte Mason. That's a different approach. And younger moms especially come to this in a different way. Ambleside Online, and this is still kind of a shock to us who are part of, of creating this, we forget how big it is and we forget how, how used it is. And it's still almost a surprise to us that someone considering homeschooling would see Ambleside Online as a way to homeschool, and then would sort of learn about Charlotte Mason either about the same time or study her philosophy afterwards. That's a different approach than for us. We studied Charlotte Mason's ideas, her six-volume series, first, and out of the principles that we discovered and we were using ourselves in creating our own homeschool curriculum, that's where Ambleside Online came. So it's sort of a different doorway into this. And part of what we want to do in something that Leslie's um, created and something we'll be doing soon in some podcasts is uh, the patio chats, where we want to try to help newer homeschool moms uh, who are using Ambleside Online to get more into the meat and the ideas and the principles of Charlotte Mason because not everybody comes to Ambleside Online with that background anymore. Oh, that's a really good point, that, um, that the difference in way we, we came, in, and it's just a matter of history. This is how it right. happened then, and this is how it happens now. Um, it's a wonderful legacy, really, that you guys have done. So, Leslie, how did you um, hear about Charlotte Mason? Well, I had decided we were homeschooling when my oldest was three. So one of the first things I did was go to a homeschool seminar. And the woman who was giving it outlined all the different methods of homeschooling. When she talked about Charlotte Mason, that one resonated. The literature, the art, all of that. So she was selling copies of For the Children's Sake. So I bought that, brought it home, tried to read it. Couldn't really understand it because I had been public school educated. It took me about three times of reading it before I could really really understand what she was saying. And I would skip over the Charlotte Mason quotes because they were Victorian. I couldn't make her tale over those. It took me a number of times reading that before I would even attempt to read her quotes. Um, when I first got a computer, the first thing I did was join the Charlotte Mason Yahoo group. Um, Lynn Hocrapper was leading that. And I think most of my yeah. beginning Charlotte Mason knowledge and even meeting the advisory members came from that list. Yeah, I remember being on that list, too, and so many names. Um, I guess that's where I first heard about Ambleside Online. 
um, was on that list, um, and it was just beginning. Mm -hmm. and, and I'll talk about that in a, in a minute or two. There's a lot of history um, in that because list. Because I did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And what, um, Lynn, what Lynn Hochreffer did, she's really an unsung hero um, mm -hmm. who, uh, if, Lynn, if you're listening, you you made a way for all of this. And if it, if it hadn't been for Lynn Hochreffer and her diligence in being the list mama of that group, um, I don't think these relationships would have existed. And certainly Ambleside Online right. would not have existed. That's and right. the knowledge that we now have in the Charlotte Mason community of putting all these things online and making these things so freely available I think in the spirit of Charlotte Mason, to make this so available for people. That's our passion. And um, we owe a lot to Lynn Hochreffer for that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so this, this Ambleside for Groups is set up so that um, it's, it's for co-ops or large families or, or people in unique situations where they need to streamline Ambleside. And um, if you were a mom and you were going to start using it, um, can you give us any advice on how you would go about plugging this in? Well, initially, it wasn't written for moms specifically. It was for moms wanting to start cottage schools. I have friends whose kids have graduated and are thinking about starting a school and for people that want to do co-ops together. So the thing of large families doing it was actually more of an afterthought. I mean, it works for that purpose. Yeah, that, that makes Right. Mm -hmm. It does work for that purpose because I've told people all along, like people would say, well, I always start, like, especially they'll say, well, we're starting with Ambleside in year four. Say that's your four, first year using it. Um, what do you think about this? I always say start the spine at the beginning um, and just eventually maybe read it more often during the week, maybe three times a week instead of one. Or, or um, I, of course, I did it during morning time. And then eventually you kind of catch up to where you're supposed to be time-wise. But I've never found that to be a bit any a big problem. Um, but that's sort of what Ambleside 2.0 kind of, I'm sorry, I have it down here as 2.0. It's Ambleside for groups. They're working time. I'm going to erase that 2.0. Yeah, yeah. And we, fin we finalized it as, as AO for groups. And then we realized, oh, when you write that short, it's AO4G, which somehow sounded techy and cool, but that wasn't okay, the intent. Okay, <laughs> I see. AO4G. There yes, we go. Right. That, that sounds super cool. There you go, because that's our AO objective. AO for groups. Yeah, and I'm saying Ambleside for groups, but it's really AO for groups. Right. So, um, so what do you think about that? Is that like totally bad advice or <laughs> as far as the history spines go? or? If you think either one of us are going to say Cindy Rollins gives bad advice, you're out of your mind. That's oh, not going no. to happen. Yeah. Well, you know, I, not the happen. reason I said it is because in my family, that was just, I just always kept those spines rotating in morning sure. time. So it just kind of was wherever the kid happened to fall, he happened to fall. Right. For some kids, they were dropping in in the middle of it. So I don't think it's a problem to drop in in the middle of it. Um, I just always, to me, I just always liked the idea of, um, I wanted to hear the beginning of the book. So. Right. And I think for us in the beginning of thinking this through, that was sort of this one thing that kept, oh no, you know, you got to do it this way and you got to do it this way. And all of a sudden we'd realize, as Leslie said, the initial thought was co-ops, cottage schools. I love that term. I don't even know one, but I think that's a cool term. Yeah, cottage um, schools. It just sounds lovely. And as we've mentioned, this whole new kind of gift 
to the community, which is retired um, homeschool CM moms who don't want to stop doing this and want to find a way to invest that knowledge. But the the beginning idea, motivation, had to do with these things where women maybe who are working, women who are in different settings and need uh, someone else to come alongside and help them. Um, that was what we were thinking. Of course, large groups, uh, large families, that works as well, and we're happy. Wh- whoever can use this, we're thrilled. But when we got out of our homeschool mindset and realized we had to think a little bit more, almost like a more institutional school setting, and then we it sort of dawned on us, well, wait a minute. If a kid moves or starts a school, different school, that's a normal thing or a typical thing to come into the middle of something and yeah. not always be there for the beginning. And then it kind of freed us from this idea that it always has to be from A, you know, to Z. And sometimes you start with D and that's okay. And and I think that is where the idea that um, if you're starting and, and someone's going to start, we talk about A, B, and C. Leslie can probably explain this better than I can, but within each form, um, the form being that group of years, what we call years one to three. And it, it loosely correlates to grades. Uh, with Ambleside Online, the years can correlate to grades, but they might not. I'm blessed with grandchildren. I have three grandchildren, and I help my oldest daughter homeschool the two school age uh, of my three grandchildren, my, my two granddaughters. And one of them is in fifth, would be in fifth grade, the other would, entering fifth, the other entering second. And they're going into year two and year four. That just seemed to be where we thought their best fit was. So obviously, uh, for someone new to this, when we say years, it can mean grades, but it doesn't have to. But within the forms, which would be um, form one, which would be loosely correlated to first, second, third grade, Um, form two, as Leslie explained, you know, fourth, fifth, and sixth, or year four, five, and six, we have A, B, and C, the rotation. And someone is going to start with a rotation B somewhere along the line or C. And we kind of agonized over that a little bit. And I mean, agonized is a little too extreme. But we kind of worried about that. How's that going to work? And finally, we just said, you know what? In a co-op or a school setting, that happens. And that has to be okay, that someone may start in at a midway point. And it'll, it'll even out in the end. I think I hear what you're saying, and I think that's exactly that what I was going for and, and what I was telling the moms, that you're trying to free people up. If you have to drop in in the middle, it's it, it really isn't a problem, just as having, to, for me, having two streams of history was never a problem. Um, right. Some people, that really bothers. But we are free. We're free to... Um, you know, we, we have to be free if we're going to make these adjustments and look right. look at things properly. And, 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 and like you're saying, all the different things that people are doing now. I think this is a fantastic way, um, this AO for groups, of, of addressing the fact that homeschooling is morphing and changing. Yes. And, and it's yes. looking, uh, maybe finding some ways that it's working better in, in mm-hmm. the culture that we live in now. Absolutely. And that that's a real concern for us of it's, you know, we've had opportunity with some conferences to see people's faces. There's something about the hug factor when you get to see someone who uses this. But even without that, we have in our minds, you know, in the back of our minds, an idea of a mom using this. It comes from our own experiences and from the people we know. But it's also just thinking about someone who wants to do this, who wants this 
education of beauty for her children and knows some, is reading some of the articles, is trying to catch up, is trying to learn this, but maybe hasn't come at it the way we did. Um, everyone can't be a pioneer, and that's okay. Everyone shouldn't be a pioneer. I don't want someone to have to reinvent the way we did this. And if we can provide uh, more of a schedule and more of this feast for someone else, uh, that, that really means a lot to us. But we also want to provide the support along the way through the forum, through Facebook, through uh, the patio chats Leslie's been talking about to help teach so they understand the principles behind this. And then what ends up happening is the same as what happened with you, Cindy. What you did came out of your understanding of the principles. And that made it work. That made it right. It's not following the letter of AO. You know, if you don't do this exactly this way, no, that's not what we're about. What we're about is understanding the principles. And here's one way we've suggested, Charlotte Mason herself, you know, volume six, towards a philosophy of education. We hope we present this with a humility that says, here's what we've done. Use it if you can, and we hope you're blessed by it. Oh, amen. So, so Leslie, can you explain, because I've heard a lot of people talk about teacher training, and I was very excited to see that you are going to include these patio chats. What are these patio chats? Um, they're just little short snippets that you can read in maybe two minutes. The plan is to maybe send one a week. As the mom is homeschooling, she'll get this email. She'll take a couple of minutes to read this little blurb. And over 36 weeks, receiving 36 of these, she will have learned about narration, about personhood, about atmosphere, discipline, life, pretty much all of the principles and a few other, you know, Charlotte Mason subjects, how you do them. But in short little snippets that aren't overwhelming, but that give her a good, solid foundation and hopefully would make her want to learn more. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a fantastic idea. I'm glad that you guys have included that um, because um, it, it, we live in a sophisticated time, I guess you could say, and, and people really, really want to know how to do it. And and I guess, you know, with our generation, we, we just were thrown in the water and, and, and started swimming but we also never got to certain things that this generation can get to. And you see that in the young moms, like Donna Jean was saying, how uh, I'm thinking of like Heather Bunting or um, right. uh, Don Duran. Are, you mm -hmm. know, they're taking these ideas of the um, the, the slow, uh, 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 Camille Malucci with the Sloyd and right. um, the exercise. I can't think of what it's Swedish called. Swedish drill right? as well the as Swedish folk drill songs. And, and, the, and the beautiful singing, the... the that Heather does uh, right. and, and kind of given tools for that for the next generation that, you know, we, we just kind of hit and miss on that uh, yes. because we were too busy trying to work out um, some of this other stuff. Trying to figure out how to do this in the first place. Yeah. 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 Because when AO started, I already, I was down my, my, I had a first and second grader at that point and they were my seventh, sixth and seventh children. Okay. So um, I plugged the, them into it um, from the beginning, which was nice, but they did do it together. And then I had a fourth grader who I plugged into year four. And of course he just, you know, plunked down right in the middle and he was fine. Um, and then I had a seventh grader and that was when I fell in love with Ambleside year seven and um, absolutely 
uh, I stuck with Ambleside for the very reason that I, I wanted everybody be, to be prepared to do your set <laughs> when the time came. So That's your favorite um, year. So. Yeah, I really love that, love that year. And I think it's a great year for moms, mom, moms to read through. Well, that's so much the beauty of this, of a Charlotte Mason education in general, and I think specifically in Ambleside online education, is the, is the beauty of learning together. Um, some of us come to this with uh, a pretty rich background, others with, with an educationally deprived background. And we're also coming to see that, that young moms now, um, some of them are coming to Ambleside online having been homeschooled, and depending on the richness of the homeschool feast they had, this fits. For others, this is still new. And for those who've been educated in a public school, particularly in recent years, this is going to be an entirely different shift for them. And so um, the education can kind of take place as a family. Uh, I've mentioned my oldest has um, just been married uh, 11 years this past June and is homeschooling uh, her children. But back when we first began, I remember when Bethany was six years old and we started picture study. And at that time, she was our only uh, of now she's the oldest of our four picture study, my husband could come home for lunch, and I can remember us passing the painting, the print around the lunch table, the three of us, and it would sort of be a joke, you know, and Dad couldn't do, he couldn't narrate it first, Bethany would first, and he would be like, she covered everything, I can't think of anything else, but this, he would say, I never learned this stuff, and this thing where we're learning together, I think is is something we didn't anticipate when we all began Charlotte Mason, but the enrichment to our own lives is enormous of things we've all learned and didn't expect to learn. Because when you're teaching just straight out of a textbook or a teacher's guide, you're just checking off the answers. And I'm not saying you can't learn with those methods. Of course, you can learn some things. But those sort of magical moments that happen when you're seated together on the couch reading or when you have in the high school years, to me, that's the harvest. That's the most beautiful time of all. Uh, when you're, you maybe you get together with hot chocolate or whatever it is, and you're going to discuss the Shakespeare or discuss something together, um, reminiscent of those good moments that still do happen in some public schools, that class atmosphere where you're kind of exchanging ideas. That's an exciting thing to have in your relationship with your children. And I think an added blessing that younger moms may not realize is that you've created something together with your family. And when they're grown, and our goal and our prayer is to have these adult relationships with our children, and we pray them through, and for some it's a rocky road, and for some it's a smooth path, and God's not done with everyone yet, but to be able to, to have a conversation about something that you learn together that's rich and beautiful and deep that bonds families and bonds people together. And that's something from that I don't think we thought through when we planned this, but is an added blessing. Yeah, I think I noticed this about Charlotte Mason. Because of this atmosphere, discipline in life, old old Charlotte Mason homeschool moms don't fade away because... <laughs> um, because it is seamless from it from is. teaching our children to continuing to care about the things that right. that we've been learning all these years. We are learning with our kids, and um, we care about these things, and they're still a part of our lives, even as our, as. And I'm I think both of you are both of you grandmothers at this point. Um, uh, are you Leslie? I know your son's married. Do you have any Not grandchildren? Yet. 
no, no, no grandchildren. So you're not, not a grandmother yet, yet but but um, Donna Jean, you have. I have okay. three. Lynn Bruce has two, and Wendy has who even knows. No, I'm kidding. I I, I won't say exact <laughs> the exact number, but she has. She wins. She will always win. <laughs> so she wins with the number of children and grandchildren. Um, Leslie, I want to be careful how I say this. Is it twelve she has? I, I'm just being careful because I don't want to. I don't know how many, but I know it's that. it's a lot, and we've gotten to meet a few of them, and they're they're wonderful. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Make sure I said the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Double Wendy check. might get on us for this, so uh, we, especially she has like thirteen, and we left one out. That I don't. Would be terrible, I don't want to so. do that. We, we, we I include actually, all the grandchildren. That's right. The number of children is not going to change. That those those ships have sailed. The number of advisory children is static, but the grandchildren. Okay, we're done. So the advisory are officially done with having children. <laughs> yes, I think that's a safe thing sense. to say. That's okay. Sense. All right. Well, now some of you now have adopted too, yes. so there is still that. That's, right. That's um, right. Our youngest has been with us just six years, and he's 15. So, uh, out of all of the advisory members, four of us, I think, I think it's four of us, still have uh, a student in school. You know, being still being educated, and all our others are, are all grown. So we've gotten the opportunity to see what this looks like. The younger mom's questions are always about college. Are they equipped for college? And we've almost gotten past that question. And I don't mean that in a, in a patronizing way because we do. It is important to stop and reassure and give all of the, the facts and, and so on. Things like, you know, when our young people got to college and had to write essays and everyone else is panicking and they looked around and thought, you're kidding. We've been doing this for years. It's, it's, this is not hard and how well they've done. But more than that, the way this has carried them through into their lives, um, the, what, what Wendy Capehart calls the riches, that's such an important aspect of a Charlotte Mason and particularly an Ambleside online education. And that is also something that brings families together, that understanding nature, the music, the art, yeah, e even some of the history in terms of going places. I remember when my oldest... Um, was blessed with a trip to Europe. Her best friend's dad moved there for work and they were able through frequent flyer to have her come and see her best girlfriend. And they got to go to several different places. It was kind of fun putting on her um, high school transcript, you know, the Louvre, like everyone does that for a field trip and all these different places. But I remember her telling me, mom, I walked into this museum and all I could think of oh, think of was you and I'm saying to my friends look there's that there's that and their educational background hadn't provided that for them and she was thinking of me they got to walk um, on the beaches of D-Day and she was just going mom I remember all these things we talked about and it just I saw that it enriched her life and even now seeing her with her children and watching them you know, identify things in nature and the excitement of finding a bird's nest in a, in a bush outside their house or going to see tadpoles or, or recognizing the sound of a bird that's different. And you see this generational gift that I think bonds families together. And that's something we never really thought about. Um, it just seemed like, oh, this is a wonderful education. And this will prepare you for life. But we never really thought about how this science is, you know, the education... Um, the science of relations, it's also relationships with each other and with mm -hmm. God and this way that we see this sort of web that, that gets created of seeing this, this connection. And that's a beautiful thing. 
The Searcy Institute just had a, a conference, and the conference was on uh, was a, a a contemplation of remembrance, and that was the theme all through it. And and I spoke a little bit about um, Stratford Caldecott's book Beauty in the Word, mm. where he talks about remembrance, and that what you're saying there is the gist of the whole thing. Um, our education is for remembrance. It connects us to the past. It connects us to one another. Um, and it connects us to the future also together. And um, those are things that uh, are really hard to explain. They're inexplicable, but they're, they're part of the whole package of education that, that right. is missing so right. badly in our culture. Um, I want to tune in here, on zero in on AO and talk about some of your distinctives because you're a little bit different. Uh, we talked about when we were, you know, getting all our information out of catalogs before the internet. <laughs> and, um, but AO is a little bit different than a catalog and, 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 it, and, it's, um, and it's distinctive. So can you tell us a little bit about how you created it and um, why it's free? Well, it's free because well, why it's Education free, I would say, be because... Go ahead, Charlotte Leslie. Mason talks about, in Volume 6, that these principles right. she stumbled on, she didn't create them, she found them to be shared. We found Charlotte Mason to right. be shared, and I really believe that education is the right of every child, and they shouldn't have to pay me to get it. It should just be something that, that is shared with them. Right. That, that's a beautiful foundation that you guys have uh, come from. Um, do you find that this is uh, something, something that you have to defend? My oldest son the other day was just kind of kidding around with me. You'd have to know his personality. And my AO work is something that they sort of know on the side is, is what mom does. Um, but it wasn't until uh, a year ago when my two daughters, I have two sons and two daughters, were able to come to our <clears throat> Deep in the Heart of AO Texas conference. It was kind of fun to see my worlds collide, to see um, advisory members hugging my daughters. That was sort of surreal and wonderful. But for my son one day, I must have been talking about this and, and kind of explaining the scope. We've been excited to hear of people using Ambleside Online in what to us are pretty far-flung places hearing about a, a mom in, in India meeting up with other women uh, to do nature study, uh, sharing what one of them had downloaded from our website, or getting to meet a missionary mom who uses this in Indonesia, or one day um, connecting online with a mom in Dubai who uses Ambleside online. Throughout uh, South America, we know of some using it in China. Um, and that, by the way, is is one of the deepest passions of our lives. We We've always wanted this internet connection to be the easiest and the simplest wherever someone is and for it not to bog down anybody. We want the information to be as accessible as possible. But when my son heard all this involves, because one day I just was telling him, he just looks at me and he goes, you do this for free? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you thought this through? <laughs> you know? And um, and we joked about it. But, but it really is. We never, ever, ever, and, and, and Leslie can tell you, not one of us ever um, has, has challenged this among ourselves. What others may think, I, I don't know, doesn't really matter. But 
we want this available to everyone. And we often did think of a missionary or a family that um, is trying to live on one income or struggling through different circumstances. And that was the impetus in the beginning. You know, now it's a lot of these things are, are a given. But in the beginning, these books weren't online. You know, in the beginning, that was a Herculean effort to have typists who would put books online. And that's part of also Ambleside Online, another distinctive besides it's being free and besides it's emanating from the website, which we want to be as simple. We do want it beautiful and we're trying to upgrade and make it better, but we want it um, to be able to be accessed in even places where Internet is not as great as it is in other places. But we also want it to be as free as possible. And that doesn't just mean the setup. It means the books. And that's why sometimes our selections may not include the newest, um, most expensive book. It's books in the public domain. And those who may not know that term, it's anything whose copyright is before 1923. Those can be put up free online. After that, can't be. Now, of course, if we're studying 20th century, these have to be books that people purchase. But we also try to say to someone, okay, here's what you could get at the library. If you look at our different years, it might say at the bottom, if you're on a limited budget, here's the very least you should try to buy or get a relative to buy or ask it for it as a gift. Wendy Capehart is the genius at this. She can come up with any way, she has all different ways of giving examples, and she'll talk about here's the book you could get at the library, here's one you could share with a friend. And that's another passion of ours. Um, Leslie said it the best, we want this for everyone who wants it, and we don't want there to be any stumbling block. We don't want anything standing in the way. If this is what you want, and if this is the education you want for your children, we'll do anything pretty much to make this possible for you. Yeah, so that's um, so that, that's a really beautiful vision that you guys have had. And I, I, you know, I, I've, I've just been such a, I've watched from the beginning and I've seen it blossom and, and explode. I would say recently, um, I, I think Charlotte Mason's, all her ideas are, and, and I think it's just because they are so, uh, they hit us, um, right where, uh, we're, we're, we're bankrupt right now, I guess you mm-hmm. can say. And so we cling when people hear about her ideas, they're drawn to them. And I'm just amazed that I think there was like a blossoming of Charlotte Mason and then maybe a waning. And now mm-hmm. there's just an explosion of her ideas and moms that are interested in her. And rightfully so. Have you guys seen that? Leslie, I think you've seen that, um, especially when she, we're not about numbers. We don't focus on that. But at times she'll kind of report to us of how many are following us on different things, which isn't necessarily a gauge. You don't sign up with us. We have no idea who's using this. And that's fine. You know, you don't have to register with us or anything. It's always been that way. I was at a my son's softball game the other day and a mom just said, oh, yeah, I used some part of your website. And, you know, I wasn't offended that she didn't use all of it. I was just pleased that something there was able to help her. So, um, but yeah, I think it's it's kind of exciting to see that this is something that is a good thing for a lot of families. I don't know if Charlotte Mason. Yeah, it's been it's fun for me to see her ideas. But I don't know if Charlotte Mason herself is necessarily blossoming so much as homeschooling itself is, and that's, I mean, a certain percentage will always be interested in Charlotte Mason, but I think just homeschooling itself 
is just exploding. That makes sense. That that does make sense. And then there's a certain percentage of that which uh, is is part of um, the growth. But um, well, I this has been very delightful. Um, do you guys? Would you have anything else you want to add that you want people to know that we haven't covered today, uh, Leslie? Well, actually, yes. Um, the whole thing about the forms and students working together. That was not really my idea. That was Karen's idea. My original idea was just to take each separate year and streamline it. And she was the one that said, no, we should group things together because it would work a lot better for people this way. So mm -hmm. I just want to set the record straight. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't want to take all the credit. Karen, Karen Glass gets a little bit of credit for that. Yes. We, we like little. to give her a little credit here and there. Here and there. So. Here and there. <laughs> A little. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah. And Donna Jean, what about you? Did, I mean, we could talk about the forums a little bit, and I, I don't want to overwhelm the podcast here with um, because they're just so rich. I feel like. I feel like, oh, I, oh, let's just talk about all these good books. <laughs> they're just looking at the names of the books makes you want to say, oh, I read that. I read that. I read it does, that. It does. that. Don't miss that. <laughs> don't miss any of it. The other thing I would want to add is that we have something called the help plan, and I only mention it here because. We have our Ambleside Online curriculum, and that's the easiest one to see of all the different years. Now we have AO for Groups with a very specific um, idea behind it, and that is not only is it streamlined somewhat, um, and you can, if you compare them side by side, you can see where a few things have been taken out here and there to make it more workable, but especially how it's, it's contoured in such a way that its groups can do it together kind of like the way you had your morning time with your family, uh, as I understand it. And I did a similar, I didn't call it that. We just had long breakfasts because I have one son who is extremely active. And as long as I fed him, I could, it's yes. a good thing he burns off, burns off calories because it was always snacks or breakfast or lunch. We did a lot of school at the table um, or upside down on the couch, wherever he was. But um, so the idea of grouping people to grouping children together. That's sort of the, the essence of Ambleside for groups. But we do have one other curriculum plan that's sort of tucked in there that we do want families to know about, and that's the HELP plan. It stands for um, Helping Hand Emergency Learning Plan. And it grew out of, of all things, Hurricane Katrina. When mm -hmm. that massive hurricane struck uh, the Gulf Coast, we were all, as everyone was, horrified by the pictures, in shock, wanting to do things. I was blessed to be able to go down with a team a few times and help people. But we wanted to do something as Ambleside Online. And we had heard that um, families were, were being evacuated and going to other places. And we were trying to picture someone maybe being, living in another family's home or in a shelter or wherever. And how do you keep homeschooling going? How do you keep that China shepherdess? You know, Ma always carried that China mm. shepherdess wherever she went when, you know, Pa yeah. decided there's a neighbor four miles down the road. It's getting too crowded, Caroline. we got to move, you know. And, and she managed to keep that sense of home. And we thought that some families might need a sense of home. And homeschooling can be that. So the AO help plan is the most streamlined. I mean, we're talking stripped down to a very essence where you don't even have any books. Assuming you have access to an internet, books online, math ideas online, songs online, 
uh, through the grades to get you through a rough spot. And that rough spot could also be uh, an illness. And we've heard countless stories of people being able to use that during difficult times of their lives. So it, it's just we right now we pretty much have these three components, Ambleside Online in its full measure, um, the help plan for those rather extreme times in your life where you can keep on going, and now this AO for groups, which we think will allow a whole other um, category of, of families and children to feast at this table. And the feast is free. <laughs> when, when people use it in a cottage school or a co-op, we only ask that, especially if it's in a school, that the, those who use it understand that it is free on the website. We don't want someone else charging for this work. But certainly in a school setting, People would pay for teacher salaries or overhead, but we want the curriculum itself to be free because a private education can be so costly. So if this can even cut into that and make a private education in some areas uh, less expensive, that's a goal that we have as well, and that's part of uh, the idea behind this. Wow, I think it's great. I can't, I can't wait to see the um, blossoming of little groups, of small groups, of cottage schools that can... Um, use this idea. I, I really, really appreciate y'all listening to the needs of the culture and I, I just for, from the beginning and even ongoing. So good work, ladies. Uh, th and thank you so much for, for talking with us today. Mm -hmm.